Hello, welcome to Protege Podcast, a website that provides spiritual inspiration for the soul. Be sure to check out the latest episodes for women heroes of the Bible. And while you're there, why don't you please click on the showcase button in support of our women entrepreneurs. Enjoy the podcast. God bless you. Deborah, a great mother of Israel. Introduction. From her seat in the shade of a palm tree, Deborah looked out over the highlands of Israel. These dry hills were her people's home, and she could see all was not well. In the valley below, armed bands preyed on Israelite peasants, travelers in caravans, the lifeblood of her region, were too frightened to take the main roads. It was a time of chaos, a time that called for strong leadership. In answering the call, Deborah became a singular biblical figure, a female military leader. She recruited a man, the General Barak, to stand by her side, telling him God wanted the armies of Israel to attack the Canaanites, who were persecuting the highland tribes. Barak was reluctant, and he insisted that Deborah go with him to the battle. Her answer was assertive and prophetic. I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the road on which you are going will not lead to your glory. For the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. And the story begins. Act 1. Deborah receives a word from the Lord. When the Lord gave Deborah a word concerning the Canaanites under King Jabin, who had been oppressing them at that time for over 20 years, the Lord heard their cry for help and raised up Deborah to set them free from their Canaanite oppressor. Deborah was a busy woman. Judges 4-5 says she held court under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. And the Israelites went up to her to have their disputes decided. Deborah was a woman of great wisdom, revelation, and discernment. She also had a prophetic gift including knowing the times and seasons of the Lord. She clearly heard the voice of the Lord. Yet Judges 5.12 says, Wake up, wake up, Deborah, wake up, wake up, break out in song, arise Barak, take captive your captives, son of Abinoam, Deborah and Barak, needed to wake up and arise to a new revelation and dimension of their callings. The Lord was telling them to be alert and pay attention as he was about to move in an extraordinary way. Act 2. Deborah relays the Lord's word to Barak. 
In Judges 4, verses 6 through 7, she summoned Barak, son of Abinoam, from Kadesh, in Naphtali, and said to him, Hasn't the Lord, the God of Israel, commanded you? Go, deploy the troops on Mount Tabor, and take with you ten thousand men from the Naphtalites and Zebulonites. Then I will lure Sisera, commander of Jabin's army, his chariots, and his infantry at the Wadi Kushan to fight against you, and I will hand him over to you. Judges 5.7 says, Villagers in Israel would not fight. They held back until I, Deborah, arose, until I arose, a mother in Israel. Of all the things Deborah could have legitimately called herself, judge, prophetess, deliverer, intercessor, worshiper, she chose to call herself a mother. She was first and foremost a mother. This much seems clear, but it is unclear who her children were. She was a mother in Israel, but also a mother over Israel. She saw all of Israel as her children and longed for all of her children to experience peace and security. Notice the verse says no one in Israel would fight until Deborah arose. The Israelites were beaten down by 20 years of slavery. They were too tired and discouraged to fight. They needed someone to inspire them, and the Lord chose Deborah. If she had not been obedient to act on what the Lord told her to do, nothing would have changed. She used the place of trust and authority she had been given as a judge to inspire Barak to raise up an army. Deborah was a worshiping warrior. She found encouragement and strength in the worship to be obedient to everything the Lord was asking her to do. If Deborah had played small in her life, she would not have had all the experiences that led to her being used by the Lord to deliver Israel from bondage. She would not have had wisdom and revelation to judge disputes. She would not have heard the Lord's strategic battle plans as an intercessor. She would not have extended her compassionate mother's heart beyond her family to all of Israel. She would not have brought healing and empowerment to a whole nation. The message is intended for Barak to trust the Lord and to lead his army to fight the Canaanites, led by their commander Sisera, and to be assured of victory. But Barak told her that he will only go if she would come with them in battle. Deborah agreed, but told him that since he wanted it that way, the honor of killing Sisera, the Canaanite commander, will not go to him but to a woman. So, who is this woman that is bold enough to take down Sisera? Act 3. Deborah and Barak respond in battle. Deborah 
summons Barak, an Israelite general, to go to war with 10,000 men against Sisera. Deborah says that God has promised them victory. So Deborah, Barak, and the Israelite army go up to Mount Tabor. Sisera gets wind of their plot and takes his massive army along with 900 chariots of iron to the river valley of Cushion. Choosing the flat lands gives a clear advantage to Sisera and his iron chariots. However, Deborah is completely unfazed because her trust is in Almighty God. Deborah tells Barak that God has gone out before them and to go down to the valley and utterly defeat Sisera. Just as Deborah prophesied, God miraculously gives complete victory to Barak and the Israelite army. In the meanwhile, Sisera wasn't killed in the battle by a man. Sisera was apparently a willy fellow because he escapes the battle and goes to hide out at the home of a supposed ally, Heber the Kenite. Heber wasn't home, but his wife, Yael, allowed Sisera into their tent and hid him under a rug. When the infamous Sisera passed out from exhaustion, Yael snuck over and killed him by driving a tent peg through his skull. Thus, the glory of the victory over Sisera did indeed go to a woman just as Deborah prophesied. The godly leadership of Deborah brought the nation of Israel 40 years of peace. Act 4, Deborah raises a song of praise to the Lord. Finally, the Israelites led by Deborah and Barak defeated the Canaanites according to the word of the Lord. And here, in chapter 5 of Judges, Deborah composed a song of praise and led the people in praising the Lord their God. There are two specific things that Deborah thanks the Lord for. Number one, she praises the Lord for the leaders and people's willing participation and obedience. On that day, Deborah and Barak, son of Obinoam, sang, when the leaders led in Israel, when the people volunteered, blessed be the Lord. Number two, she praises the Lord for Yael's great deed, her killing Sisera, their enemy. Most blessed of women is Yael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite. She is most blessed among tent-dwelling women. He asked for water. She gave him milk. She brought him cream in a majestic bowl. She reached for a tent peg, her right hand, for a workman's hammer. She then hammered Sisera. She crushed his head. She shattered and pierced his temple. He collapsed. He fell. He lay down between her feet. He collapsed. He fell between her feet. Where he collapsed, there he fell dead. What is the relevance of Deborah's life to our present situation today? 
Deborah's life is a calling and a challenge to you to get out of your comfort zones and be the servant leaders that the Lord called you to be. It is a call to you to discover your God-given gifts and abilities and use them for the Lord and his service. It is a challenge for you to dare to aim for spiritual greatness before the Lord. No limits, no boundaries. I see increase all around me. Stretch for, break for, release me. Enlarge my territory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The end.